0: told you loving yourself could change your life. It can, and I know from experience. I'm Lo, and this is the Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Everyone is worthy of self-love and guilty of letting others develop narratives about you. It's time to shut that down and own your narrative. Let's cut out the negativity and let yourself shine. It's never too late to love yourself inside out. Hello, hello, listeners. So this is episode 20, which is just totally crazy that we're already here at 20 episodes and what does that mean to you that you've been listening to me for 20 weeks and if you haven't go back and listen from the very beginning so much good stuff about self-love journeys and this episode is totally in line with that so i already did i guess kind of a part 1 episode on 75 hard challenge and that i was let you know how it was going pretty much through around day 50 and after day fifty, I made it five more days. So I never actually finished the seventy five hard challenge. It was more like hashtag fifty five hard for me. But I'm not viewing it as a failure. And I know some of you are thinking, and you know, it's either you completed it or you didn't, and therefore you failed. but It's not a failure when I made life changes for 55 days, things that I had never done before. And 55 days is a long time. And at the same time, a good friend of mine pointed out, it's also really short in the grand scheme of life. And why that's so important to think about it that way is that we're on this huge, long journey of life. And so while I was attempting to do this challenge of you know, 75 days, really, I've got an entire life and years ahead of me, you know, still to go and things to do. So me even attempting this challenge and making it 55 days of following it to a T, you know, it really just gave me a great head start for the years to come. It made me rethink about the ways I was, you know, Viewing food, drinking water, you know, exercising, appreciating reading, and just that holistic picture of life. And even though I made it just two day 55, it's like in those 55 days, so many things changed. I saw it visually in the photos I was taking of those daily check-ins. I noticed it in my skin because of the water that I was drinking. I noticed it on the scale because I was, you know, eating right on plan and working out all the time. I noticed it in the time and how quickly I was walking, how much faster in the same, you know, amount of like actual time. I noticed it in the strength that I just had overall in the day. It was like everything I noticed and people noticed changes in me too. Just you look like you're smiling more or you have a little bit more of a glow. Like there was a lot of changes going on around that challenge And so it just taught me that, you know, I'm capable of so much. And I stopped the challenge for a good reason. I went to a wedding. I went out of town. And I had so much fun with family and friends that I hadn't seen in years. And in my book, that is an excellent reason to stop something early if you're going to be living in the moment and enjoying with the people that are around you. And honestly, before I left for the challenge, I was a little afraid I was extremely nervous about my water intake, especially with flying on planes. Um, I was also afraid of like, oh, my gosh, if I eat something off plane, am I going to feel sick right away? Am I going to feel, you know, all these thoughts crossed my mind. And then I was like, okay, and if I do this, like, will I be able to get back on track right away? You know, what if I have alcohol I haven't drank in obviously the 55 days and probably longer than that even because I'm not – An everyday or every week drinker. So it had been quite a while, and I was working myself up so much about it. And part of me was thinking, well, maybe if I just let myself have this weekend off, you know, I'll just check the boxes and keep going with the challenge. But I realized on the plane that I just needed to enjoy and let go of the challenge completely. Like I needed to not think about it because I would have been hyper focused on what I wasn't doing or if that was out of line of the challenge. And the minute the challenge became something that was impeding my ability to be in the moment and celebrating, you know, this wedding and seeing people, I realized it wasn't worth, you know, it wasn't worth that needing to keep going with it if because it was detracting from something else that was really important to me. And that's such a good, like, life lesson or way to think about things. You know, we put ourselves on these challenges and we're always so, if you accomplish your goal, then you've succeeded. And if not, you failed. And there's all these quotes about failure and like getting back up. And, you know, I don't view it as a fail. I view it as I succeeded for 55 days. I did an amazing thing, but it wasn't time anymore for me to be on that path or that journey to try to hit that last 20 days. And I know a lot of people are probably like, oh, my gosh, you only had 20 days left. And I'm like, I I did. I thought those thoughts, too. I was like, I only have 20 days left. What am I doing? But it was worth it to me not to think about it as a challenge anymore because I could just be in the moment. And that is really important in self-love journeys. You need to be able to let yourself live in moments and be present in things and if something is going to detract from that or pull you away, even if it's a goal that you have, you know, it may not be the right goal for you at the time. Life is all about timing and doing things that feel right for you at specific times. And, you know, the minute that didn't align, I was like, okay, I've got to I've got to get past this. I've got to be okay with it. So by the time I got off the first flight, I had sat there the whole flight pretty much just going over this in my head because I'm one of those people who is type A for sure. Like I use one pen at a time. I don't like when other pens get used out of order. I like all pens facing the same way in drawers. Like I'm a pretty big type A. I've relaxed over the years because my husband is not a type A in that way. Not that he's messy, but he just, you know, I was very regimented. In fact, even like way back when I first started, you know, a corporate career working, I remember a coworker of mine thought it was hilarious that I was that way about my pens and actually one day like switched the order of all my pens in my desk, uh, which is hilarious now to think back about it. But at the time, I think I was pretty mad that he um, took the liberty to mess up my desk drawer by doing that with my pens. But that's the type of personality I have. Like once I set myself on a challenge... Like, I complete it. I've told you in the past, like, I've done half marathons. So I went through a training plan. I followed it exactly. Like, I never veered off. Um, the first time I went through Weight Watchers, I was so regimented on doing it and everything. I remember, you know, I was kind of like a Debbie Downer during that time because I was not willing to let anything deter me from the plan. Like, I needed to, you know, get to the designated weight. I needed to be at every way and I needed to do. X, Y, and Z. Like I was so structured that I missed out on stuff when I was doing these different challenges because I never allowed that flex. I, you know, I was like, nope, can't do that. I'm not going to even tempt myself because I have this in mind. And as I've gotten older, I realize, you know, we're not promised always another day of life. Like things happen all the time. And if I'm so stuck In these goals that I'm setting for myself, I'm like cutting out this whole other section of my life because I'm like, oh, I can't do this. Like during the 75 hard, you know, I turned down plans with friends or just said if we do go somewhere like we can't go to a restaurant, we need to go to this. You know, I was making all these rules because I just didn't even want to be tempted or put in a place where I would deter from the plan. So the wedding I knew was coming, but I let myself still start the challenge obviously 55 days before it because I really wanted to give it a go and see if I could just do this challenge but I knew all along the wedding was coming and like I said as I got closer to it I started getting that nervous feeling of what's gonna happen if I don't stick to it but thankfully that plane ride I could just sit and contemplate and I really dug deep and thought hard because I realized I just, I was okay with not finishing. Like 55 days to me was absolutely amazing. And so there is no F word of fail in this at all. There's no failure. There was no failure. I made a decision to step away from the challenge. I made the decision to indulge in the weekend and just have fun with family and friends. And then when I got back, so since then in the last, you know, the last 20 days of the challenge, like, absolutely on that day that it should have been day 75 there I had a little pang of like oh I could have finished the challenge like it was there I felt I acknowledged it I didn't feel really like bad about it but there was like it would have been really cool if I could have said that today and been part of that finisher's group but at the same time I was really okay with it that I didn't Um, Because in the last 20 days, sure, I have had some days where I definitely cheated on meals or had more fun with eating, maybe didn't walk in the morning. Um, All of those things, I think I was kind of rebelling against it because it had been so structured for that 55 days. But at the same time, I also missed the walking then and I got out and started walking more again in the mornings. And, you know, I missed that certain structure so I like taught myself that even though I was kind of rebelling and I was like, okay, the challenge is done, like, you know, my shift changed, I'm not really doing it anymore. I realized I really did want to continue doing it. And so I've even decided that I'm going to start up again, but not necessarily doing it for a 75 challenge. Like, I don't know that I'm ever going to do it again in the way that I'm trying to hit the 75 days. And maybe naturally I will hit them at some point, but I'm going to use the app and all that structure as just a guide, you know, to keep myself on plan, to keep myself achieving these goals because I liked the outcome of it. I felt really good about myself the whole way through. I liked the way that I was caring for myself for, you know, prioritizing me as you know, doing healthy things and forming healthy habits, you know, for a lifetime. And so, yeah, there are going to be days where I won't be able to check the boxes or maybe some days I won't be able to check every single item on the list. But I'm going to keep checking them because I'm going to keep working my way through the program. I probably, though, will not like ever let it check day 75 because I don't want to see what happens at the end until you know, I actually hit it and I may never see it. So it's not like I have it out there that I have to see what that looks like. But I just feel like I need to save, you know, that last checkmark day for when I actually do accomplish it. And it might be hard because we have a lot of holidays coming up this winter. Um, You know, we're in fall now, which is just crazy. So I probably won't hit it this year, but who knows? 2023 is around the corner. As I have mentioned before, I set intentions around my birthday time, and, you know, that's now, and it's like, so I've got it in the back of my mind that maybe in 2023 I'll have this 75 hard officially checked off, but I'm just here for it. I'm here for all the things that taught me. I'm here to keep going, and I'm here to let you know that it's okay if you set out for a goal, a challenge. You know, if you set out to do something and you don't make it, like there's nothing wrong with that. You have to really look at it like, what did I learn in the process? What am I taking with me moving forward? How has it changed who I am? And, you know, what has the experience taught me? And it taught me that even though I am a type A and, like, in some ways, you know, it could have really bothered me if I let it that I didn't make it to day 75. But it taught me that. I am a strong person who can do something that she's never done before. You know, I can push myself to a new limit and I can still grow and that I can be really disciplined if I need to be or want to be and that I can make the right choices. So on those days when the emotional eating wants to take over, you know, and tells me like, go get that, you know, I can tell myself, hey, you made it for 55 days without letting any life situation dictate how you were eating food which for an emotional eater that's what it is like something happens in life it toys with your emotions and then you're like it would be so great to have comfort food right now because that's what's going to make me feel better when in reality no it doesn't actually make you feel any better at all it does absolutely nothing other than you know helps aid that you were feeling you know not great and you're just comforting yourself in some ways that it's like a fake comfort because you don't actually feel better. In fact, usually you feel worse because you're like, great, now I just ate this food, you know, and that wasn't what I really wanted to do. So it's like I taught myself that I don't have to let an emotion drive the food I consume because you better bet in the 55 days there were ups and there were downs. It's not like everything was rosy and smiles. In fact, that challenge was really draining, like both mentally and physically because I was tired it was an adjustment you know it was like one day I was doing anything I wanted and the next day I was completely like set to this whole regiment and it took up a lot of time but yeah life was still going on I was still working I was still you know practicing for the pageant I was still doing the podcast stuff it's not like anything shifted in that time where it was just like all rainbows and smiles and sunshine you know life was still happening But I conquered that little voice in my head that said, you need comfort food when you're, you know, something's not 100% rosy. So it was great to learn that because I don't know that I ever have. Like, I was thinking back, you know, on that plane ride when I was contemplating all of this. And, you know, the fact that I wasn't going to check the boxes for the first time, it was like this big thing for me. Like, I really had to be okay with it and get to a point where, I wasn't going to let it, you know, ruin my mood or dampen my mood that weekend because, like I said, once I set my mind on something, it's like it's very hard for me to deter from it because that's kind of how I work. I'm all in or I'm all out. It's not There's really no in-between for me, and I've learned this through multiple things throughout the years. Like, I'm either 100% dedicated and I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to that point or... I'm like cool with it and I might do it sometimes but I don't have that drive behind it anymore and so it's really hard when that's how my mindset works and how I'm programmed to just pull myself out of something that I was so close you know to accomplishing but it was like during that plane ride sitting there I thought back to what did I used to do you know growing up, I emotionally ate. But then also I was thinking in college when, you know, I had full control over whatever I ate because I was, you know, buying the groceries or is going out for meals. And I realized, like, there were a lot of comfort meals throughout that whole time. In fact, my roommate and I at the time, I think it was the month of May, we decided that we were going to go out and run every single morning, like three miles. So that way we could go to Dairy Queen or TCBY every single night. I mean, we literally ran to eat ice cream and we we also were like, oh, we'll probably lose a lot of weight in this month because we're running everywhere. And it's like, we canceled it out. I don't think either of us ever changed weight In the entire month that we did it, but it was like we were literally running to eat ice cream every single day of the month, which was great. But it was kind of funny if you think about that, like what I'm saying about emotional eating and like that kind of thing. It's every night we convinced ourselves that we should go get ice cream because we ran, which is just crazy. So throughout my life, I have, you know, relied on food as a comfort and I've worked it in. And so It was a huge win proving to myself that that link didn't have to exist anymore. Now, do I think forever I am cured? No, I'm sure there are going to be emotional eating days in my future because I mean, this is a lifelong habit and 55 days does not break a lifelong habit, but it gave me tools to think about it differently. It gave me tools to figure out, okay, is this serious? Do I really need to allow the emotions to dictate what I'm eating Or can I rely on some of those tools I built during those 55 days to tell myself, you don't actually really need it. You don't really want it. You're just the initial thought is guiding you. So I learned a lot about myself. And I think that, you know, if you're going through challenges like this or coming up with things like, if you can take that moment and just truly appreciate all that you're accomplishing and like the little wins, like the daily ones or, you know, all these things, it's going to be just an amazing experience regardless of if you hit what the initial finish line was. And I think it's okay to edit what that finish line is for you. You know, if you set out on a challenge and you make it partway through or halfway to what your goal was, it's like you still won because you made it halfway. That's probably farther than you've made it before. You know, so try these things. And, Go for the whole thing, but if something happens where you realize something else is more important, it's okay to edit. You don't need to feel like you failed. You don't need to get down on yourself. That is like the absolute opposite of building self-love and, you know, just appreciating the accomplishments you have. You need to thank yourself for what you're doing and just go with it because you're going to learn so much about yourself in the process. And life is great in that you can just restart your goal at any time. Like there's nobody telling you, you get one shot at this and that's that. I mean, if you do have that situation, stick with it. But in most cases, you are the one who is dictating how many times you can attempt something or, you know, how many times you can get back up and restart and re-energize yourself and get that, you know, excited, you know, honeymoon feeling of everything's going great. You're going to accomplish it. You've got it. You know, you are your biggest cheerleader And you can also take yourself down. So choose the glass half full approach. Cheer yourself on. Be proud of what you accomplish. And just keep going for whatever it is. So I guess I'm going to hashtag 55 hard for me. It was a great challenge. And I will let you know if I ever do finish fully the 75 days. And kudos to those who have because it is one hard challenge. But I am super excited to kind of use those tools and start checking it off. And I'm hoping naturally I just finish it one day in the, well, hopefully next year in the year of 2023, but we will see because I'm not going to force it to fit. I'm going to live my life and enjoy. And I hope you all are doing the same. Thank you for tuning in on this episode of Love Yourself Inside Out podcast. Go for your goals and I'll talk with you soon. That was your weekly dose of self-love with me. Lo, want more? Tune in next week and connect with me on Instagram at Mrs. Lauren Elizabeth Jones. Send me a DM, let me know what you wanna hear or what you think, and we'll talk about it all. Join me on the next Love Yourself Inside Out podcast.